Stay tuned for Love Talk with the Love Ladies, Kathy, Evelyn, and Carrie. Love talking today about the joy for the journey, living, loving, and the thrill of God's good news. Thank you, Gabby. And this is Evelyn Davison, and I want to say welcome to all of you who are joining us for Love Talk here on KTXW, The Bridge, Austin, and uh, Central Texas Christian Talk. And we're here to build bridges of love and leadership and understanding. And in the studio with me today is our wonderful co-host, Carrie, Miss Carrie Brinkater, whom we call Coach and our Second Lady of Love with us calling in from Boise, Idaho. Good morning, Miss Carrie. Hi, Miss Evelyn. It is so great to be in studio with you today, as always, this beautiful Saturday, the theme for our next few weeks of our show, Miss Evelyn, is God is good. Mm. God is good. And I, I think that so many times as we go through our day-to-day, you know, and we've got issues and problems and sticky situations we're dealing with and kids and husbands and, and you know, carpool. <laughs> and dogs. And, you, know, you know, all those things. Parents that we, it is so important for us to take a breath and remember that God is good. Mm-hmm. And um, our lovely and talented co-host, Kathy Enderbrock, has put together some amazing programs where we are talking about using our voice for good. And, uh, you know, Miss Evelyn, we have to continue to put ourselves in check every single day about how we're using our voice. Mm-hmm. Are we using our voice for good, and how are you how are you using it? You know, I, I've never had this problem, but I know that some people um, are too quiet. Yeah, I've never had that problem personally, um, and so they have trouble you actually even speaking, whether it's mm-hmm. good or bad. Um, you know, for me, I have to constantly put my, my myself in check to find out if the words that are coming out of my mouth are being used for good. Our key verse today is from Psalm 16, verse 2. And it says, I said to the Lord, you are my Lord. Apart from you, I have no good thing. <laughs> Apart from the Lord, Miss Evelyn. So this is where it starts. God is good and apart from him. We have nothing that is good. Well, I call it a double zero because, you know, if it's an avoid there and uh, we are not um, aware of our separation from him or our ears. Mm. And I can tell you, the best way that you can be a friend is give your ears away. Mm. And it's not just your voice, but it's to give your ears and listen. And I know with Miss Kathy, she's got a big deal for us, ready for us today. Hello, Kathy. Hi, Evelyn. Hey, Carrie. It's great to be with you guys this morning. I love this topic. I have learned so much just researching this topic and finding out what God's God's Word says about having a voice for good and learning about His voice. And I'm so looking forward to sharing everything that we've been learning about this and, and really hearing some of your thoughts on this topic. Absolutely. You know, Kathy, you, you've just really done a great job with this. Tell us a little bit more about this, our theme that, that God is good and the simple truth that can transform our lives. Well, when it comes down to this whole principle that, that God is good, it is exactly like you say, Carrie, it, it can transform our lives. It's meant to transform our lives. And and now the world would, would convince us that good is good, that that whatever seems good is good, that whatever feels good mm-hmm. or starts good is good, um, whatever ends good or sounds good is good. But that is not what God's Word says. 
the, and 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 that skewed view of um, that 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 good is good really guarantees us a, a one way ticket to to miserable. And mm-hmm. Carrie, Evelyn, all yeah. of our love talk friends, I know that we do not want a miserable life. We want a a good life, an amazing life, a powerful life, and that life begins with God. And that's what we're going to pursue this season. So um, I know you guys are with me on this. I'm looking forward to really sharing everything with our listening friends. And before we stop, we step into to this topic and really get our hearts ready for action. I know there are some amazing people that are doing things right here in Austin that are using their voice for good in, in Texas and around the United States. Evelyn, Tell us what is happening in your love field right now. Well, it's pretty busy, that's for sure. We're excited here at the bridge because uh, of all of the new things that are going on. And probably um, next week or the week after, we'll be on Facebook Live. And that's <laughs> we are so stepping we gotta, into the social media world. Yeah, we got to dress up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we don't dress down. But uh, there are a lot of things on, on our platter right now, apart from just doing what God called us to do in, in the radio arena, and that is to really begin to uh, help deliver that message that we do have a voice in this nation. We are very blessed that God has given us a thing called a vote that is our voice of how we're going to choose our leaders, how we're going to bless them, how we're going to work with them, how we're going to correct them or caress them, because that is the foundation that God set forth for us in America. And so... Um, the last day to register for vote online is October 9th, and you can go to www.votetexas.gov. And I, Gavin has that in the studio, and later if you need to call, you can call the station and get it. You can register in person at the municipal clerk's office up to the day before the elections, but the lines can be long, Carrie. Uh, yeah, online is the way to go, votetexas.gov. Yes, and and we need to be praying because that's the Lord hears, needs to hear our voice as well as our hearing his good voice, and that is, is we need to pray for those that are in authority over us, according to Timothy, that that's what Paul told Timothy. He said, you've got troubles where you are. You're a young man, and it's coming down on you. But pray for those in authority over you that you might serve the Savior and love others. And so that's why it's so important for us to participate in that. And then we, we also are praying for the Supreme Court. Uh, nationally, we have a, a big issue on the, play, on the plate with Judge Brett Kavanaugh. And, and another thing we're doing right now is we're praying for our fall interviews uh fall fundraisers i will be i spoke last week for one uh, uh banquet and i have another one on the schedule and then i am going to be training some um department people for a major organization in text in austin uh in regard to personalities and getting them in their place so a lot of things are going on in my world carrie i can't believe it i'm sure you know um Still still kicking and still just trying to do what it is that God wants me to do with the voice that he's given me. And I know, Carrie, you're the same way as I Eddie. can't keep up with you, Miss Evelyn. <laughs> <laughs> Listening friends, I hope that, that you have found your love field or that you are searching for your love field, as Miss Evelyn calls it, because I tell you what, she has them all over 
uh, not only the Austin area, but all over this nation. She has planted love fields that she continues to tend to, and uh, it is such an inspiration. You know, my world right now, Miss Evelyn, revolves around my family, and I'm I'm sticking my toe into some other things uh, right now, which is really fun for me. And I'm having a, a just a, a joy and a blast, just um, helping my husband with his mm-hmm. business. And this time of year is so fun. I I am not coaching anything right now. I get to be a mom. I get to watch the cross country <laughs> meets and watch the volleyball <laughs> games and watch the football games, which is so absolutely wonderful. And my parents uh, are here for a solid week to watch everything we have going on. So that is really, really fun. Now, Kathy, I know you've got a senior, and uh, I bet your days are filled with cherishing every single moment that is around. Every single moment, Carrie. That's so true. And, you know, I'm so excited because Aaliyah is really finding her own voice and going to the the school that she has with a class, getting a classical Christian education. I know your kids get a classical Christian education at Grace Academy there in Georgetown. She gets a classical Christian education up here in Ambrose, and it really teaches the kids how to think, not not what to think, but how to think, how to really mm-hmm. analyze um, rhetoric and express themselves well, how to analyze what is happening and um, think through logically um, what is truly happening within the world around us. And there's this quote by Ravi Zacharias talking about the millennials and how the millennials no longer know how to think. They have for so long just been told what to think. And um, this quote says, he says, we are now uh, these millennials are thinking with with their eyes. No, excuse me. They're thinking. Oh, hold on. They are. Oh, gosh. Now I've lost the quote. Anyway, <laughs> they they are. Um, they're believing with their eyes and thinking with their feelings. I, I know mm. that the quote thinking with their feelings. And um, I think that sometimes we do want to just think with our, our feelings and, and what feels good must be right. Mm-hmm. And and uh, so this is something that Aaliyah is so good at is she is really good at stepping back and taking a look at things and analyzing things. And I just I love this about her. And Eric and I are so excited about her stepping out into the world and going and pursuing her college degree and really making a difference and, and finding that voice and really uh, making a difference in the in the world that God has placed her in this time right now. Um, but it is it is a bittersweet year, mm. excited for the future ahead of her, but knowing that, you know, each each, uh, you know, October 1st is going to be our last October 1st with all three girls in our house. You know, October 2nd will be the last October mm. 2nd with all three girls in our house. So. I, you know, we're really learning to count our days and to enjoy each and every one. Wow. Well, I know Miss Evelyn has been counting some days as well. Miss Evelyn, we, you will be celebrating, um, Love Talks, uh, 33 years, well, 34 years coming up mm-hmm. of Love Talk. And you've been through several radio stations and here we are at the beautiful bridge. And I, I tell you what, Miss Evelyn, it is just a testament to, to your, uh, fortitude, your vision casting 
to have a show like this that can talk about love and leadership for 34 years, the guests that you've had on, the topics that you've that you've discussed, and just encouraging people to look to Jesus for answers. So congratulations, Miss Evelyn. Well, thank you. You know, it's exciting when you stop and think about how you give your ears away, how you give your life away. You do it with your voice and with your ears. And through the years, it's just been a great privilege to have the honor of doing this. And it's fun. It's a lot of hard work. But you know what it does is it melts the disasters that come around us every day. And and it raises us from the level of depression when we see things. Because life is life. You know, it. It's hard sometimes, and especially when you're going through things like Kathy's going through right now, preparing for her baby to leave <laughs> home. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, it's just an absolute joy to be in here with you every week, Miss Evelyn, and your your positive, encouraging perspective on life. Friends, when we return, we will begin to look at this topic of using our voice for good, what Miss Evelyn has been doing on radio for 34 years using our voice for good. What does that look like when we return to Love Talk right after this? From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. You know, the world has changed, and getting connected is really no longer a trend. It's a reality, and it's happening all around you, leaving you to wonder how do you get connected to your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition. Well, Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company, and they're the partner you can always rely on to navigate through the ever-evolving digital landscape. To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at 1-888-988-9736 or visit the website texasseo.com or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find them in the first position. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow. These guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith, 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. Hello, friends, and welcome back to today's Christian Talk. You have found the Love Ladies right here on Love Talk. We are 1120 AM as well as 101 FM. 
So make sure that you check those out and you can catch us at all times of the day. We are here talking about using our voice for good. Now, now, friends, this is part two in our series. Last week, we discussed uh, the history of the prophet Elijah and King Ahab, as recorded in 1 Kings 18. And I tell you what, it's a story filled with all mm-hmm. kinds of goodness. <laughs> I mean, if you want an exciting story filled with drama and uh, suspense, 1 Kings 18 is the way to go. And you can find last week's show on lovetalknetwork.com. We have archives there for you to go to and 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 hear the shows that you might have missed over the last couple of weeks, couple of months. And so Love Talk Network is where you should go. So last week we looked at Elijah and how he used his voice for good. We, ha- we saw three contrasting views last week, Miss Evelyn, friends, and, and three ways um, of how to use one's voice. Elijah, he used his voice for good. On the flip side of that, we had old King Ahab <laughs> using his voice for evil. Mm. And Elijah coming along and using his voice for good in very stark contrast. So then we had the people that were under the rule of King Ahab. And how were they using their voice? Well, they had to find their voice, and mm-hmm. they were kind of straddling the fence. The, the The scripture says they were limping. They were hesitating. They were wavering between two opinions. How many of us out there can identify with that? Wavering between two things. Oh, gosh, Lord, I do not know what is going on. Or, oh, gosh, and and seeking out wisdom from somebody who who may not be be putting us down the right path. You know, they were limping along, wavering between these two opinions, and they had to choose to use their voice. And that's ultimately what we have to do is choose to use our voice. We learned one overriding truth that in order for us to use our voice for good, we absolutely cannot remain silent. In order to use our voice for good, we cannot remain silent. God did not give the people of Israel an option. He does not give us that option today. We have to find our voice and use it for good. So, Miss Evelyn, I know we have so many listeners out there that are saying, but I just, I, I'm so unsure. I just, I, I don't think I can use my voice. What if somebody disagrees with my voice? Miss Evelyn, how on earth do we even find our voice? Well, you know, it is interesting. Um, Kara, when you take some time to examine that, we have to realize that we do have the honor in this great nation of America to have a voice, whether we're going to the election box or we're on a radio program talking about the Lord Jesus or we're out there helping in times of need like much we have in our nation right now as a result of all this horrible weather that uh, North Carolina mm-hmm. and all have had. So, what you know, it's not just words that is our voice. It's what we do what we stand for, what we live out in a way for a world to see how great our faith is or how great our thing is. And so, mm-hmm. You know, anybody can find their voice. Uh, so we have to ask ourselves, how is it you find a voice for good? Well, the first thing is having a voice. You have to decide how you'll use it. Absolutely. De- deciding how we're going to use that voice is is so important. Will you use your voice to promote yourself and your own interest, right? 
Will you use your voice to promote popular opinions or worldly beliefs Mm -hmm. and avoid in in the area of knowing the Lord Jesus? Or will you use your your voice to promote God and the truth he has called you to stand for? It is only when we use our voice to promote the Lord Jesus and what he has called us to do to stand for that which we have a voice for good. And, you know, he says that. He said, I have come that you might know me. I have come that you might have life. Mm. And if we don't have any other message, it is that he said, I have come that you might have life. And he's talking about a life that's blessed, a life that brings good. And so, you know, if only we would only use our voice to promote him and what he's called us to stand for, then we have a voice for good. That's what it is. Absolutely. And God's word repeatedly tells us, Miss Evelyn, that apart from him, there is nothing good. Mm-hmm. Right. As Kathy has mentioned several times, you know, we, we want to look at, at, at things, at possessions, at, at feelings, at, at, you know, worldly beliefs and go, oh, well, that's good. But the word says, let's look at Matthew nineteen seventeen. It says, why do you ask me about what is good? And that's Jesus. There is only one who is good. There's only one who is good. And in Mark ten eighteen, it says, why do you call me good? Jesus answered, no one is good except God alone. So ultimately, God's voice will sound like a good voice mm-hmm. to his children. So, Kathy, what what does God's voice sound like? How do we find that? That is such a, a good question. And, I, you know, there's so many books out there on hearing the voice of God. And and you can look at really simple things like, you know, literally what does God's voice sound like? Is it a baritone? Is it a soprano? Is it a, um, <laughs> and, you know, I think that's just kind of a, a, a funny thing. The, the, you know, to answer that, the Bible uh, basically describes God's voice as it can be anything from a whisper that mm-hmm. we see in 1 Kings 19.12 to a thunderous proclamation like we see in Exodus 19:20. So as far as the literal sound of God's voice, um, you know, that that there's a, a large um, uh, we have a lot of there's a large gamut of what his literal voice can sound like. The, the key thing that we know about God's voice that scripture tells us is that God's voice will always do and accomplish a number of things as he has is speaking. And and I just want to list off some of those things for our listening friends. So God's voice will always speak life to death. Um, his voice will always give hope to the hopeless, will always comfort those who mourn. God's voice will always speak truth and give blessing. And we see throughout the Bible that God's voice always brings order to chaos. His voice always encourages the downcast. Uh, his voice always lovingly reaches out to the lost. Um, he, his voice exposes lies and upholds his children. Oh, I and love that one. <laughs> I, I just love it. I mean, Evelyn, I know that you know God's voice. You spend so much time in his word. What other things... Does God's voice always do? What does his voice sound like? Well, I think if we really take it down to the bottom line is that he 
promises, that he will fulfill his promises. And uh, there are almost 8,000 promises in the scriptures. I did a, a women's retreat up in Belton uh, recently, and we sat down and named some of the promises that God has promised us mm. that he has fulfilled. Mm. Now, the greatest promise that he's made us is that Jesus is coming again. And so that's a future promise. But it, he fulfills his promises. And, you know, one of the things that, that is so powerful when we talk about God's word and his promises is that it, it, he extends mercy to those that are guilty. We're all guilty of something. Either, you know, uh, big eye or little eye. We are all guilty of something. We're never sin free. But the problem is, is that we have to look at the, the reality of why we're in a dark world, why we don't see the light of the Lord Jesus. And so he, he wants us to find our voice so we can be what? A light to others. And a voice is light. And then uh, one of the most I guess the hardest things to do is to extend grace to the ones that fall. You know, when we know someone's in trouble and we just just put off helping them or encouraging them and just leave them to, to their own desire. And, and that's, that's really tough for some of us. Our personality has a lot to do with it. But one of the things that we must do is extend forgiveness to the repentant. And our nation in the last... Uh, two months has just been raked with one lie after another of, of coming back from your past. Uh, some of it's true and some of it's not true. And so what we really need to do is we need to go before the Lord and ask him to show us in ways that we can understand, see, hear, and o- obey the goodness that he has in in the voice that he wants us to extend to others. And then I guess the most one is to sing in joy and uh, his doing. The, you know, it never mentioned that Jesus did the hymns. It never mentioned, but it says that he whispered. And sometimes we have to be quiet to hear him. But it is important that we always speak up for the love of the Lord Jesus because it's not comfortable sometimes. We have to go the back doors. One of the greatest things I like to do is ask people, what do you believe about Easter? Mm. You stop and think, Easter's bunny rabbit and eggs. No, we're not. <laughs> no, it's the day that God sealed the promise of his word, the promise of the spoken word that he had, because he told Elijah, he said, Elijah got mad one day and, and was just mad at all the people. And, you know, sanguine version of this is he began to complain and cry out to God. And so God told him, he said, you wake up, Ezekiel. There's going to come a day that I'm going to take out the cold, stony hearts and the closed voices and give them a brand new heart. And we know that heart is Jesus. So when we have him, we speak his word. He, the word says in John 10:10, 10, 10, I, Jesus said this. I have come that you might have life and have it abundantly. And so what, what the real goal is for us as Christians is in our abundance, give it away. Mm. 
Wow, Miss Evelyn, thank you. And Kathy, thank you for sharing all the ways that, that or some of the ways that we can hear God's voice and know that it's God's voice. It's going to be to speak life to death, to give hope, to encourage, to bring order to chaos. God's voice is not creating chaos, my friends. Mm-hmm. God's voice brings order to chaos. So if you've got a decision to make and one and, and one path is going to lead you to more chaos, really need to look and see if that's God's voice speaking or if that's the world's voice speaking and how we can lovingly reach out to the lost. When we return from our break, we will find out how is Evelyn using her voice for good? How is Carrie using her voice for good? What has God gifted us? How has God gifted us? And how are we using those gifts in order to use our voice for good? When we return to Love Talk, right after this. Hi, this is John Cotner, and you know, we all can use some happiness, some hope, and humor in our lives. I'm talking about the Good News Journal, published by Evelyn Davison. Well, the Good News Journal is free, and you can pick it up at locations across Central Texas like H-E-B, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, and churches, and it comes out every three months. Now, advertisers and writers interested in having an article published should call 512-249-6535. The Good News Journal, providing good news for the greater Austin and surrounding areas for 23 years. And now with more than 66,000 in circulation, go to goodnewsjournal.net. That's goodnewsjournal.net. Hi, friends. This is Kathy Enderbrock with Let's Pray Today Ministries. Are you struggling in your marriage with anxiety and depression? Have rebellious kids or, or just want to pray for your children? Maybe you simply don't know where to start in prayer. We specialize in creating the tools to help you learn how to pray and pray effectively in a variety of life issues. Get your free MP3 download today on the topic of your choice. Go to www.letspraytoday.com and click on shop for your free audio prayer download. Become a friend on Facebook and let us know what prayer topic you need help with. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow. These guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. Hello, friends. Welcome back to The Bridge, today's Christian talk. And you have found the love, ladies. I'm Coach Carrie Brinkader, here with my beautiful and talented friends, Miss Evelyn Davison and Kathy Endebrock. Thank you so much for joining us today. How do you use your voice for good, friends? Miss Evelyn, Oof. you have, you, you as a child, you stuttered. You, you didn't learn to fully speak well until you were much older. And you have found a way to use your voice for good. How do you do that, Miss Evelyn? Well, it's scary sometimes. Uh, when we came to Austin, I didn't think God lived in Austin. <laughs> <laughs> and that was judgmental. But, you know, one of the first things that uh, openings that I, the Lord gave me to help people was to um, 
because of the training I'd had, because of some of the speech problems I had, was to help uh, Ph.D. students at the University of Texas, internationals, uh, pass their orals. Oh, nice. And it, it was a tough job, but it was a sweet job because most of them were very appreciative. They got that label. They wanted to, you know, speak for good. And so it gave me opportunities to share the love of the Lord Jesus. And, and I got better at that during those years, those early years. But, you know, um, the boys laughed about it. Our boys laughed about it. Here, Mother, you you stutter all the time and <laughs> you stammer and, and you're down there talking to those guys. And, oh. You know, they thought it was kind of fun. <laughs> but, you know, uh, out of all of that, uh, I, I began to do some women conferences and things and went to San Antonio for one with um, um, uh, Concerned Women for America. And out of that, got a national position for speaking and traveling and whatever. And so, you know, I just learned that um, uh, when we birthed uh, Love Talk 34 years ago, it was because of some health issues and I couldn't fly anymore or fly as much. And so, but when you look it back, what is it that, you know, helped me speak is because I chose truth. Mm. I chose truth. I decided that. I, I would not camouflage the gospel, but, you know, part of my conversation would be, what do you believe about Easter? Well, you know, Miss Evelyn, as we look at these ways to use our voice for good and speaking truth is one of those things, I tell you what, sometimes that is one of the hardest mm-hmm. things to do. As we are learning how to speak truth to um, to someone who's hurting, mm-hmm. Uh, to someone who's downcast, to someone who's um, just really struggling, and they 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 are are struggling. Maybe they're just physically and mentally exhausted, and they're having a hard time seeing the truth of what of what God can bring them. Um, maybe it's a Christian that's struggling mm-hmm. and is so mentally and physically exhausted that that they're having trouble seeing what's right in front of their eyes. You know, another way that we can hear God's voice, which I think the Lord has has gifted me with is uh, encouraging. I am naturally an encourager. People have, I didn't realize that until, um, I don't know, probably more along my adult years. And people kept telling me, gosh, you're so positive. Well, Carrie, you're just, you you just always have something nice to say. And I, I well, your goal for winter, for coaching or any kind of activity is win. Well, that's right. Absolutely. you can't always be pot. Sometimes you gotta, um, you have to light a fire under mm-hmm. some people. Um, but I think, you know, when I'm, when I'm, I am naturally an encourager, even when I coach. Mm-hmm. But especially off the the basketball court or the ball field, I I am naturally an encourager. I try to lift people up. I try to find something to say that's positive. But you know what? That's the Lord helping me do that. I I don't do that on my own. Um, and you know I, what I what I've noticed is that just an encouraging word can just bring. A smile to people's mm-hmm. faces. You know, I'm that gal. Like, I go running in the park in the mornings, and I'm that gal that says good morning to the people that are running by me. You know? <laughs> like, you know, good morning. And they're all like, good morning. It's <laughs> 6 o'clock. What are you doing speaking to me? But um, the Lord has gifted me with that, and I enjoy being an mm-hmm. encourager. And with that, sometimes comes heartache, Miss Evelyn, because okay. people see um, that soft side of you, and they interpret it as weakness 
whenever it's really not. Um, my encouraging side uh, is really a strength. And, um, and so for those few that take advantage of that side, that's okay. I, I've learned to deal with that and move past that and just to continue to encourage them. Um, but it's, you know, there's so many voices out there to listen to. God's word calls us to be of one mind and one voice. Kathy, how on earth are we supposed to, to find out what that one mind and one voice is? How are we supposed to clearly recognize that? Yeah, then that's, a, that's such an important thing that we need to consider and we need to go to God's word and look for answers and think through this. That, that it's not just our voice that God holds us accountable for using but he also holds us accountable for joining our voices together with others who have a voice for good. And so it's not just us out here alone on an island, but we are supposed to engage in something corporately. And so we need to ask ourselves, what am I engaging with? Who am I engaging with? Um, you know, I've, I've heard this said before where someone says, oh, you know, I... I I get the most enjoyment out of hanging out with my unchristian friends and not rather than my Christian friends. And so my question is, one, do you really know any Christians? I mean, mm-hmm. this because it's more than just a going to church thing, right? I mean, because a true Christian uh, is just vibrant and joyous with life and um is able to go out and have incredible fun and not feel guilty the next day about, uh, you know, what they did or didn't do. And, um, you know, so I think we, and, and then we have to ask ourselves, why would we, if, if, if we are truly, um, engaged in a relationship with Christ, why would we find joy in spending time with others who find no joy in God? And so I think that we need to, when we're looking at um, joining our voices together with others, to engaging corporately with others, we need to be very careful and very purposeful about about who we engage our voices with. And, um, you know, there's so many voices out there, Carrie. You said that, and it is so, so true. And there are voices out there who even claim that they're speaking for God and his church, yet mm-hmm. they contradict what others say who are standing for God. And, you know, very recently this caught my attention. Chelsea Clinton, daughter of former U.S. Bill Clinton, said, and I quote this, true Christians support abortion. Oof. What? Really? Killing Oof. babies. True Christians support that. Um, and yet she's very... um you know, she's very adamant in that perspective. And so then we need to we need to be able to question and discern between uh, a voice for good and a voice for evil when both are claiming to be from and for God. And so we have to say, OK, how, how do we how do we discern between a voice that says it's good and right to kill an unborn child mm-hmm. and one that says it is wicked and wrong to kill an unborn child? Which of those two voices truly are speaking um, from and for God? How do we tell which is truly the voice for good? And so I, you know, I, I think this can just be broken up into these very key 
areas. It's, it's very straightforward. This is not chaotic. It is not ambiguous. It's very easy to go and, and look through God's word and just read it. When we're asking ourselves these questions, read it and see what does God's voice say? What does God support? Uh, you can start with the Old Testament or you can start with the New Testament, but, but cover them both because both of those will be um, supportive of each other in harmony with one with each other. If you find something in there that you think, oh, this is kind of contradictory, I'm not quite sure, press deeper. Um, ask someone who's maybe been studying a little bit longer, get a fresh perspective, but go and dig into God's word yourself. And so here are these things I really want to encourage our listening friends to do. One, when we are trying to distinguish between uh, voices for good and voices for evil that we are hearing out there in the world, we must first be in an active saving relationship with God through Jesus Christ. We have got Mm -hmm. to have that relationship there, that pinpoint there, if we are to be about good. Um, Second, we must be studying his word ourselves, opening scripture ourselves, reading from his word and seeking wisdom um, from his word ourselves. And, you know, being part of that local church, oh, that is good. It is needed, engaged in Bible study with others corporately. But we also must take personal responsibility for our own maturity when we are then stepping into those corporate relationships. And, Evelyn, you have said this so many times that we need to spend that time in prayer, Mm -hmm. seeking him, asking him for sensitivity and leading through his spirit and um and Evelyn, something that you do so beautifully is living our life through his word. We know that we can't join our voices with others um, if we're coming from a place of disobedience and coldness, anger, jealousy or dishonesty. That will not work. We cannot join together with others in that heart. Our voice is only good as our life and our love speaks. We have to remember, friends, that a life drenched in sin will render our voice impotent. And, and, and finally, I just want to share and I want to encourage our friends that we, as we are applying the truth of his word to the voices around us, we have to know and remember God is unchanging. And if that voice out there, which claims to be from him, if it does not line up with the truth of his word, We have to acknowledge that is not from him. It is not a voice for good, regardless of the claim to the contrary. So we do want to join our voices corporately with others, um, both in worship on Sunday mornings, but out there in the world as well, through social media, um, through just the stances that we are taking on things and the conversations that we're having. They need to be thought out and based on the truth of his word, because we know if they're based on the truth of his word, they're going to be based on his goodness. And Mm -hmm. that is what we want to be sharing with the world around us. Well, friends, when we return after our after our break, we're going to look at these points a little bit deeper. What, What what does it look like to to have a conversation and use our voice for good without being angry and jealous and dishonest and cold. What does that look like? Oh, friends, what a great conversation. We hope that you'll return us for our last return to hear our last segment of love love talk as we continue to discuss 
using our voice for good. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor of First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000-square-foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. Well, we're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest-growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These CASA friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and New Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellis and Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. Welcome back to today's Christian Talk. How do you use your voice for good? That's what the love ladies are discussing today here on The Bridge. I tell you what, friends, using our voice is important. But more importantly than that, it's how we use our voice for good or for evil. Are you Elijah or are we Ahab? What are we doing? How are we using this voice? Before we went to our break, Kathy unpacked a few things for us on how do we tell what's truly from God and what's truly a voice for good because we will have even conflicting views within a Christian organization. You're going to have conflicting views. Now, friends, conflict is meant not meant for argument. Conflict is meant for conversation. And I think that that as a society as a whole, we've gotten away from listening and having conversations. We just want to argue. And the word tells us that as we seek wisdom, if we go to Proverbs and we seek wisdom, the word tells us to be careful about arguing with fools. Nothing good ever comes out of that. And 
And being a part of a local church, as Kathy said, I, I cannot impress upon this enough. I, I've spoken about this several weeks here on Love Talk about finding a place that preaches the Bible, friends, mm-hmm. finding a place that unpacks God's word on, on, a, on a daily basis, that they open the scriptures up in church, that they read from the scriptures and uh, that the pastor is constantly searching the word for what God says about things and not what man says about things. So, you know, finding that local church is a great way to start trying to unpack how we truly hear from God and hear this voice for good. Another one that I think really impacts me and that has uh, had an effect on me lately is that as we search for a voice for good, Miss Evelyn, we we cannot be a voice that is angry, mm-hmm. that is cold, that is jealous, that is dishonest. You know, we see from a certain segment of society if they have a, a an issue, it's a, a screaming voice, an angry voice, a, a bitter voice. No, God calls us, Miss Evelyn, to to have a voice of humility, of honor, of blessing, and that voice can be loud as well. That voice doesn't have to be angry. I know sometimes the squeaky wheel gets the most attention, but our voice can still be loud and be humble and be honoring and be a blessing to others. Now, Kathy, the you know, as we look at at how at how to be humble and honoring and how not to be angry and jealous. You know, one of the other ones what, that, that you mentioned was that our voice is only as good as our life and love. What, what does that mean? Well, everything comes out of it. There's a verse that says, um, from the heart, the mouth speaks, yes. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So we know that every word that comes out of our mouth, the the voice that we have is going to come out of what is in our heart. And so we have to be very careful about tending our hearts and guarding our hearts and allowing God to do a work really deep in those deep places of our heart. Even we have to be willing for him to expose some of the things that maybe we would prefer be covered up. Mm-hmm. Um, and even for him to expose some of those things that we're not even aware of that, that he would like um, to fill with his life and his love and his truth. You know, oftentimes, depending on how we're raised or uh, the environment that we've grown up in, there are some things that we've accepted as truth that are not truth. That some things maybe that we've accepted as good that are are not good, and those are the things that we need to allow God to really show us and allow um, Him to transform our hearts, that our voice might also be transformed to be a voice of good. And we we know that the only reason we know God is because He chose to use His voice. And his voice came out of who he was when he created, um, when he established creation and brought everything into being. Uh, we know that he spoke it into mm-hmm. being. He used his voice for being. And so when, when we are using our voice, people are going to look at how well we love, what our life looks like. 
And so we can't have an attitude of do what I say, not what I do. We have to do it first, live it out first, love well first. And then people are going to want to listen to what we have to say. Mm. Very true. Very true. Miss Evelyn, you know, the Bible tells us that we have to apply the truth of his word to the voices around us. What does that mean? You know, God is, God is unchanging. Help us understand that and why that is so important to using our voice for good. Well, you know, one of the things that um, Jesus taught us um, to do, uh, and he lived it every moment of every day, was to pray. Was to seek what the Father has to say. And that is an example to us. Uh, as we pray today, we pray through the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But Jesus, he talked directly with his Father. And one of the things that is so important for us to come to realize that God does not change his plan. He needs to, we need to allow him to work in our life and change our plans. Mm-hmm. He said plans for good and not evil. That what? We might have a future and a hope. A future and a hope. So uh, we don't get stars for being good and speaking well and doing all these things. What we do is we get blessing in our heart in a way that we know we have been effective today in living a life that others can look at and see the love of the Lord Jesus. We're not perfect. We'll never be perfect. We're going to fail. We're going to be disappointed with people and people with us as well. But that's not the game. I mean, that's not the issue. The issue is that we would be representative. An ambassador for Christ is what it's called. In a way that others can come to know that he um, he is real. He didn't die on the cross and forget about it. He is real. And so when we look at that, we have to ask ourselves, what do you do when you're in the middle of a spell of anger, when you're in the middle of disappointment, when you're in the middle of, of pain and suffering? You trust the Lord Jesus. You go to him and you pray. And as I said earlier, there are almost 8,000 promises in God's word. And one of them is, call on me, I will answer you, I'll show you great and mighty things which you've never seen. I call that God's telephone number. <laughs> it's Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Call on me. Call me. He doesn't want us to be separated from him. And so when we look at it, we've got to know that our voice is good because he's good and he's living his life through us. Well, you know, in order to use our voice for good, Miss Evelyn, we can't remain silent. And I know that there are times, especially in today's world, where we think, okay, well, I'll just be quiet about it because I don't want the backlash. Mm -hmm. I don't want the attention. Well, you know what? God doesn't necessarily give us that option. We have to find our voice. And one great way to find our voice is to vote Um, We've got elections coming up here very quickly, local elections, state elections um, coming up very, very quickly. And one way to use our voice is to vote. Know what a voice for good sounds like. You know, get in the word. Um, Get in the word. Find that church. Know what that voice for good sounds like. And join join voices with others who have a voice for good. What a blessing that can be to know that you're not alone as you join voices with others. 
Kathy, the Bible tells us that even from the beginning, right? That that's exactly right. I love the beginning because God is God knows how to start beautiful beginnings and he knows how to finish them brilliantly. And I love this from Genesis. It says that the earth in the beginning, the earth was without form and void. Darkness was over the face of the deep until he stepped in with his good voice and spoke creation into being. And Evelyn Carey, friends, this has such an impact, such a truth, such a transforming truth for us today because our hearts can be just like the earth was, Mm -hmm. like creation was before God spoke in and used his voice. It can be, our hearts can be muddled and unsure, without form, void, with darkness over us over the face of our deep inner selves. Carrie, what do we do if we take a look at ourselves and say that that's where I'm at? I just have this darkness. I'm muddled. Things are, There's just this void in me. I'll tell you what, when we go to God with that type of request, the, the Lord says, you know what? I'm going to come in there, and I'm the only one that can fill that void. The void is replaced by his spirit. And friends, I know that that sounds kind of abstract and like, well, like I just don't get it. Get in the Word. Go to Romans. I would, I would, I would say, mm-hmm. go to Romans. That that should be the first book you should look at if this does not make any sense to you. When we ask God to come in and speak His life into us, He does exactly that. And He says, if you call on My name, I will be there. Anyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. I absolutely love what C.S. Lewis says. He said, C.S. Lewis, amazing. He says, if you want to get warm, you must stand near the fire. If you want to get wet, you must get in the water. If you want joy, power, peace, eternal life, you must get close to or even into the thing that has them. And the only thing that has joy, power, peace and eternal life is Jesus Christ. Mm. And we must get close. We must get into that word and get into what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ. And we become a new creature. Does it happen overnight? No. Is it a process? Yes. And we learn how to become more like Jesus every single day as we follow him through his word. Oh, friends, what a beautiful day it has been. LoveTalkNetwork.com. You can go to our archives. You can find us on the Love Line, 512-249-6535. And, of course, always want to keep up with National Day of Prayer, which is ndpaustin.org. Friends, we're so happy that you that you found us today, that you joined us today for Love Talk. For my beautiful friends, Kathy Enderbrock and Miss Evelyn Davison, I'm Coach Carrie Brinkader, and we'll see you next week right here on Love Talk.